Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries' More Than Conquerors program. We are delighted to have you, and uh, we're going to talk about some good stuff today, aren't we? Hey, we are. We've been on spiritual authority now for a long time, and we're going to continue <laughs> along those lines right. today because it is vital. If we are going to be more than conquerors, that's if we right. are going to win on this planet, oh, the wow, church is right. going to have to understand some things about her authority and dominion that God gave exactly. us. Exactly. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Okay, we're going to continue to talk to you today about some wonderful things we've been talking about for, I guess, almost three months now. But it's extremely important in this day and hour that we live in, and then and all the things that we've seen happening around the world, as well as here in our own country, you and I have to really learn how to walk in spiritual authority, Absolutely. not just know we have Absolutely. it and not just understand that it's God given, but you've used the scriptures, darling, in Genesis 1, 26, that God gave Adam and Eve spiritual authority, but he used that stronger word you always point out. Dominion. Dominion. And it wasn't just Adam and Eve. He said, let us make man. Let us make man. Talking about the whole, exactly all right. the people he's going to create. Right. Talking about us. Right. He said, let us make <laughs> man in yeah. our likeness and in our image. Talking about men and women, right. and let them, them men and women, have dominion. That's exactly. That's just right. such a powerful. That's a it such is. a strong <laughs> word. In other words, in other words, he it said, is. "I want my people to dominate." Right. And then he gave some categories. He said, "I mean, over the fowl of the air, dominate. Mm -hmm. Over the fish of the sea, dominate. Over the beasts of the field, dominate." He said, "And and over all the earth, yes, dominate." That would include wildfires. That would include tornadoes. That would yeah. include hurricanes, tsunamis. Uh, earthquakes, that would include wow. all the things that go on in the earth, you know. And uh, God said he wanted his people to be the dominating factor. We That's we right. don't have, as I've said so many times, we don't have a mother nature. We have a father God. <laughs> no, and father right. God has told well, us that he wanted down. us to have dominion right. on this planet and in this planet. We we are the dominating factor. That's now, right. I understand the church doesn't act like it. The church has slipped through a lot of things over the years. Oh, She's been goodness. misinformed. Uh, my it's dear all, friend Charles Capps pitiful. used to always say, you know, and we've laughed about it for years. He'd say, well, the Bible is so simple. We've had to have professional help to misunderstand it. And we have certainly had professional help to misunderstand it. But thank God it's just so simple. There it is. Uh, black and white and red and white, you know, and uh, God tells us to have dominion. And somebody, some people might think, boy, y'all been on this thing a long time. Well, uh, a lot longer than you think. God started talking to me about spiritual authority when I was a teenager. And uh, uh, it, it's kept me alive, Renee. No, I mean, is. the devil's tried That's to right. kill me. Hell's exactly. tried to kill me time after time after time in nation after nation after nation right. where I was preaching the gospel, right. and if the devil could have taken me out, he'd have done it. 
and uh, and gotten rid of all the good we would have done, all the miracles we've had, all the salvations we've had, wow. uh, that would all be wiped out. That's and that's right. what Jesus said that this hell that the devil came to do is to steal and to kill, kill and, to, and destroy. to destroy. He wants to dominate himself, the, no, that's the right. world. And our job is to not let him do that, that's but right. for us to dominate and to be in authority and in Dominion. So really, uh, even though we've been a number of weeks on this uh, spiritual authority, uh, I've been on it for 50, you know, six years or something. I mean, since I was a, since I was right. a kid. And well, the, the whole the, to me, the whole crux of the matter uh, is it's it's lifestyle. I mean, we can we can name a seminar that we can name uh, the theme of the broadcast that. But, you know, really, the whole thing is lifestyle. Jesus even came along, you know, in yes. Luke ten nineteen, and said, Behold, I'm giving you power. In other words, he's talking about the Holy Ghost is going to come live in you now, and he's going to bump up your game. <laughs> he's going to help you take spiritual authority. We've been given he wasn't, spiritual He wasn't even talking so much about the Holy Spirit when he said that. Now, you're right. He was. But when he said that, the Holy Spirit hadn't even come. Oh. And Jesus said, I'm, I've given it. I've already given it to you. Right. They were already doing miracles then. They were already right. casting out devils then. They, right. were, they already had that dominion and authority. And, uh, and hold off on that because we hadn't even got to the New Testament yet. We've been on the Old <laughs> Testament for weeks and weeks and weeks. I told Renee before we started the show, I said, we hadn't even got in the New Testament yet. <sighs> but we're supposed, you, you know, Leap of faith. Here we are sitting here in Texas, and um, last week we had such a tragedy in Uvalde. And uh, Uvalde is a special place to me and to your husband, Dean. Dean was my best friend and hunting buddy and fishing buddy for 40 years. And Dean and I used to have a, a hunting lease, a deer lease, down in Uvalde, between Uvalde and Brackettville on Highway 90. And uh, beautiful little town sets out in the, that right. sits out in southwest Texas. Just uh, got, got some beautiful mountains around it, and and uh, in desert really, on the other really side, pretty. and and uh, sitting between San Antonio right. and uh, Del Rio, the Mexican border. And we used to take our boys, Matt and Alan, your two boys, and Lynn and Paul, my two boys. We spent a lot of time in Uvalde. You right. know, we 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 had a, got to get a hotel room there. We'd eat in the restaurants there and go around the town there. Beautiful little town, and yet evil. Wow. Evil, and that's all you can say it is. Don't ever say it's anything else. It's evil. Evil. Right. It wasn't mental. It wasn't mental retardation. It wasn't mental uh, incapacity. It wasn't mental illness. Even though I'm sure the guy's mentally ill, but that's not where it came from. It came from evil. Right. It came from absolute the evil of hell. Right. Walked into an elementary school. What a coward! An elementary school. We're talking about little kids. Right. And walked into a fourth grade classroom two days before they were going to get out of school for the summer and killed 19 little kids and two school teachers. Mm. Now that's evil, absolute evil. And you know, Renee, we have taken this nation was founded on Christian Judeo principles. And yet, um, uh, something Ronald Reagan said decades and decades ago, President Reagan said, if we ever forget right. America, if we ever forget that we're one nation under God, right. then we will be one nation gone under. Right. And I'll tell you, that's concerned me for a long time. Well, long sure. time. And, sure. and, you know, you've known me a long time. I, I, I've preached for many, many years that you can only be great if you're good. Right. And I've said to I've said to you, to my partners in my newsletters and sermons and pulpits, I've said, I've said, I'm concerned about America's goodness because she can only be great as long as she's good. 
And I've said, if she ever ceases to be good, she'll cease to be great. Alexander de Tocqueville said the same thing back in the 1800s, a Frenchman who came from France and uh, thought, I'm going to go check out America and see why she's so great. Right. And so he wrote a book about it later. Wonderful, Uh, wonderful book. I think he titled it Democracy in America or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's an old book back in the 1800s. But he said, uh, I thought if I could find out what makes America great. Right. Then I can take that back to France and make France great. And so he came to America and he in the book's great. But but the the crux of the matter, he said, he said, I went all over America, east, west, north and south. And he said, I went to her beautiful oceans. I didn't find the greatness there. I went to the beautiful uh, wheat fields and farming land of the mid mid country. And I didn't find it there. He said, I went to the beautiful museums, to the beautiful cities, to the, uh, to all, and I didn't find it there. He said, he said, I looked in their great and wonderful constitution that they have, and I didn't find it there. He said, it wasn't until I went in to the churches, well, the churches of America, exactly. and I found the pulpits aflame, I mean, on fire with the things of God, with the word of God. He That's said right. that I understood why America Hallelujah. was great. And he said, and if, if America ever ceases to be good, because the church is good. Right. And he said, if America ever ceases to be good, she'll cease to be great. And so, so I, I've true. said from that uh, that so same thing true. so many years. I said, you know, I'm I'm concerned about the goodness. of Now, America's always had sins. Right. <laughs> There's always been sins in America. But but the church would repent. Right. The church would cover that with, with the blood of Jesus. And, and America would be in sin, but the church would go to prayer and say, hey, we, Lord, we repent. We, we, you know, because God made the statement in the Word of God in the Old Testament. He said, if my people. Right. Now, he didn't say if the sinners would pray and that's repent the, or if the world you know, would pray it. and repent. It's he said, church, if my the people, people the people yeah. of God, Christians, he said, if my people will, who are called by my name, name. will humble themselves and pray yeah. and repent of their wicked way. Right. He said, then I'll hear from heaven and I'll hear heal their land. Heal their and most land. politicians and people that quote that today leave out that part about repent. Right. They just say, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, I'll hear from heaven and, call, and heal their land. No, yeah. no. He said, if my people that are called by my name will, will humble themselves and pray and repent. And turn. And turn. Yeah, right. That's what repentance means, to turn from, to turn, turn around from, from. Turn to quit around. going this way and start going this way. If my people repent and turn from their wicked way, and he say if the sinners will repent and turn from their wicked way, That's right. if the sinners will straighten up, and no, no, he said if the church would repent right. of their wicked way, turn from their wicked way, and uh, he listens to the church. He doesn't listen to the world. Right. God never listens to sinners. He doesn't listen to the world. <laughs> he only listens to his That's people. Right. You know, he, well, he, he, when we pray, he hears it. When we pray in the name of Jesus, he gains heaven's attention. And uh, I've been concerned about the goodness of America because we have had sins in this nation, of course, terrible sins. Racism is one of them, horrible sins. Uh, but the church repented of that. Right. And the church repented of other terrible sins that we had. And then there's this abortion issue where we just murder babies whole, wholesale. Wow. Uh, and, and anymore, uh, the, 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 the extreme radical uh, politicians yeah. want to not just murder the baby when it's in the womb. They, they want to they, they pass a law that says if it's three weeks old, if it's been born at three weeks old, you can kill it legally. That's just murder. Yeah. <laughs> and God has some things to say in the Bible about murder. Right. But uh, uh, I've been concerned about the goodness because I don't know that the church is repenting anymore. 
for the sins of America. We, the church, have to repent for the sins of America. God's not, here, God's not waiting for the sinners to repent. He's waiting for the church to get their act together. Now, I want to talk to you just a minute about a famous old preacher, a real hero of mine. He's in heaven today. He's been, been gone for quite a while. But his name was Oswald J. Smith. He loved missions and wanted to be a missionary. That's all the man ever wanted to do is be a missionary, but he couldn't do it. He tried. He went overseas over and over again. And uh, finally, he, God guided the cross to him to pastor a church in Canada and quit and do missions, but quit trying to go overseas and be a missionary. And so uh, there was a church in Toronto that needed a pastor. When he got there, they said, now look, we're deep in debt. And we want you to preach Sunday morning, and we want you to preach Sunday night. We want you to mention the debt, talk about the debt, and raise an offering to, to deal with the debt. And so he got up Sunday morning and preached, and he preached on missions to everybody's surprise, and never one time mentioned the debt. They said, why don't you stay over and preach next Sunday? Now listen, we're deep in debt. We want you to take up an offering. We want you to get this debt taken care of. And so he preached Sunday morning on missions, never mentioned the debt. Called an afternoon meeting for 2.30, preached on missions, and never mentioned the debt. Preached Sunday night on missions, never mentioned the debt. For some crazy reason, the board decided to hire him as their pastor. And so he preached for a solid year, never one time mentioned the debt, preached on missions every time. But because they gave to missions and believed in missions, God paid their debt off. So at the end of the year, he got his report from his, his bookkeeper, his CPA, and the bookkeeper said, you gave seven times more to missions than you spent here at home. And I want to read you something that he said that I've lived by and I've preached around the world. He said, number one, if I refuse to give anything to missions this year, I practically cast a ballot in favor of the recall of every missionary from the field. Number two, if I give less than I've given before, then I favor a reduction in the forces of missionaries proportionate to my reduced contributions. Number three, if I give the same as I've always given, every year give it the same, then I favor holding the ground already won, but I oppose any forward movement. My song is hold the fort, forgetting that the Lord never intended his army to take refuge in a fort. All his soldiers are commanded to go. And number four, he said, if I increase my offering beyond former years, then I favor an advance an advanced movement in the conquest of new territory for Christ. And you know, I took that to heart when I was a missionary and all these years I've been in the ministry. I mean, all these years uh, at the beginning of every year, I tell the Lord, I'm going to give more this year than I gave last year. I'm going to give more this year than I gave last year. And we've been able to do that now for over half a century and God has blessed it and blessed it and blessed it. It's proven. And uh, I invite you to get involved in giving to missions as well. And if you'd consider, prayerfully consider, partnering with Renee and I, partnering with Terry Mize Ministries as we go around the world, then I promise you this, I will pray for you. Renee will pray for you. Our staff will pray for you every day, every day, every day. And according to God's word, he will bless you and minister to you and keep his word to you. I believe you'll find missions giving is going to be your greatest asset and your greatest return on your giving that you've ever had in your life. God bless you. We love you. You're more than conquerors. People think that terrorism can be stopped by the police and can be stopped by the military. 
And uh, now, don't take me wrong. I am pro-police, man. I'm back to blue. I'm, I, I'm pro-military. I'm a veteran myself. I bleed red, white, and blue. I'm, I'm, I'm pro-military. You know, when we go in a restaurant, and I see some military uh, person in there in uniform. I pay their lunch. I see a policeman in there. I pay their lunch. Uh, I'm, I'm for the police. I'm for. I'm pro-military, uh, and I'm pro-police. But I know, having been a veteran myself, I, I know that the police. And the military are not equipped no, they are to not. stop a demon spirit. They can stop a bad guy. They can shoot a bad guy. Right. But they're not equipped to stop the, the demon from hell. There's only one right. entity on the whole planet that's equipped by heaven, by God, to stop hell and to stop the forces of hell. And that's the church. The church is what is our only hope. But that if the right. church is lazy and asleep and doesn't care, they want to dabble their little toe over here in a little sin once in a while, then then they're not going to stop hell. Hell's going to come in and say, well, you're not even qualified, man. And uh, so God's waiting for the church. And I'm very concerned that we don't, the church is going to have to take authority and dominion over the spirit of terrorism and operate in spiritual authority. You remember back, uh, what was it, 19, was, was it 1994, 98, maybe 98? When the, the shooting in Columbine happened, Columbine, Colorado, the first school shooting that gained so much that started all this mess, uh, when the two boys in Colorado just walked into school and started killing people. And the first thing they, they asked the first person, uh, they said, are you a Christian? And that person said, yes, and they killed him. So don't tell me this isn't from hell. No, that's right. The next person, they said, are you a Christian? They said, yes, and killed him. Somebody said uh, the, the bravest person in the room was the second person that they asked. Because they already saw what was going to happen to the first person. But they still stood for Jesus. And and in subsequent shootings in schools and nightclubs and workplace and wherever they are, many of the shooters did exactly the same thing. They said, are you a Christian? Yeah. Are you a Christian? And when right. they said they were, they killed them. So right. you can't tell me this is not spiritual. No, you know, right. the, the talking heads on the news and the politicians Immediately after one of these things happens, they immediately say, oh, now this isn't religious. This is not religious. No, no. This is just some mentally uh, sick person, ill person. No, no. no, of course it's about religion because they always say, are you a Christian? Uh, the Muslims call it jihad, uh, holy war. You know, And so we have to realize, the church has to realize we are in a war and it's That's a right. holy war. That's it's right. hell against heaven. It's the devil against Jesus. It's evil That's against right. good. And uh, so we're, we're going to have to come back to, to getting spiritual authority in the church. But anyway, my point as I started this was, was remember when Columbine started, that uh, uh, another copycat happened, another copycat happened. Another right. co and I literally, right. Renee, I literally had parents come up to me in churches when I would preach in all over America after that. Uh, and they'd come up to me and say, oh, Brother Terry, uh, maybe my children will get to be martyrs. And I say, what? And they said, maybe my children get to be, I said, what are you talking about? They said, well, you know, these school shootings, and maybe, maybe that'll happen at my child's school, and, and, and my child will get killed, and they'll get to be a martyr for Jesus. And I said, bite your tongue. What's wrong with you? you, you you're just inviting murder. You're just inviting uh, uh, hell to come in and yeah. murder your baby. We, the church is going to have to get smarter and watch, right. to realize the words that come out of our mouth and exactly. the things that come out of our heart. The, you know, the Bible tells us, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart, because out of it come the issues, issues of, life. of life. So I've told these parents for years, I've said, look, 
you ought to go down to your child's school. That's it. <laughs> and you ought to march around that property. Right, right. I mean, march around seven times if you want to, like they did in, the, in Jericho, uh, like Joshua did. I said, you know, march around it seven times and shout and put the blood of Jesus on yes, that. Plead, amen. We used to say, plead the blood, uh, right. appropriate the blood, uh, put the bloodline right. around the school and say, devil, my child goes to this school. That's devil, right. my grandchild goes to this school. Right. And all these other kids are protected because my child is here in the blood of the covenant. And the right. covenant of blood is on this property. Devil, you'll not cross this bloodline. You know, the Bible tells us, that, you know, we're about to release a new book called Pulling right. Down Strongholds. Yes, yes. Uh, or, or Destroying the Thoughts That Kill. That's and, right. And the Bible tells us, Paul, by the Holy Ghost, said, said we don't walk in the flesh. See, that's how everybody else walks. We don't no, walk in the right. flesh. He said, we and walk their in the physical spirit. senses. Everything is about, you know, the outward man. Exactly. And he said, we have mighty weapons. He weapons. didn't say we've got secondhand weapons or broken down weapons. He said, he said, we have, you have weapons. The weapons of our warfare Hallelujah. are not carnal, but no, they are mighty. That's right. That's They're mighty, mighty through God weapons. to the pulling down of strongholds. I mean, we win, Renee, or we're that's supposed right. to, but sometimes <laughs> the church is right. her own worst right. enemy. Well, but, but when this evil walked into that school yeah. uh, in Uvalde and began to murder, and, and that's not being martyred, it's being murdered. Right. Uh, there's a difference between martyr and murder, and I'm not going to take time today to go into that, but people that are martyred die for their faith. Like if you're in some right. foreign country and they say, either deny Jesus or we're going to kill you, then there's a martyrdom there. Right. And we don't know a lot about martyrdom because there's not a lot of it in the Bible. We have to right. just go by what the Bible says, although there have been hundreds of thousands of martyrs over all the years. In fact, they tell us there's over 40,000 uh, martyrs up up to the book of Revelation. No doubt right. how many since then. But some some Christians just get Christians get goofy. How can you imagine saying maybe my child will be a martyr? Maybe my child will be. no. It's a murder. And why would you say that or it's allow that? Insanity. You want your child to live and not die. You want your child to be protected. You want your child's angels to be on the job. That's right. Because God's given us these weapons, and Mind we have to understand that America needs promises. to come back to God. And we have taken so many holy things out of schools. That's We've taken right. so many patriotic things out That's of schools. Right. We've right. taken so many. Uh, we, we've just taken so much out. We've taken prayer out. We've taken the Bible out. We've taken right. the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag out. We, we've taken almost everything that has to do with good and godliness and holiness and righteousness and patriotism. We've taken that out because we, we're, we're afraid we might offend somebody. Well, that offends me. <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, and when you take something out because of the laws of reciprocals, you're going to put something in because nature abhors, abhors a vacuum. Then when you take something out, then there's that empty space. Hell's going to come in and fill it exactly. up. And so we end up with school shootings and so on and so on. So I encourage, I mean, we're heartbroken. You know, th those parents of those 19 students, they'll never be the same. No, they'll never be the same. The teachers are traumatized. The, the children are in shock. Some of them will never be the same. Some of them have all kinds of mental problems and right, emotional right. problems because because evil yeah, walks the into their classroom. And don't you ever so think it's not anything things. but evil? Don't you call it anything else? It is absolute evil from hell. And we have dominion. We have spiritual authority. We have the name of Jesus. He's given us the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the word of God, the covenant. He's given us the power of the Holy Spirit. He's given us weapon after weapon after weapon. Angels. I could tell you so many 
stories of supernatural well, exactly. protection yes. where people have tried to kill me. I mean, armies have tried to kill me uh, overseas, and, and God gave me supernatural, divine, Holy Ghost Thank protection. God. You always go back and look at the root of something, of how these things have begun to, how did we get here? to this place. And it's been like you you and I were talking, you said earlier on the program, is that we've taken prayer out of school. We've taken the Ten Commandments out of school. We've forbidden people to pray out on public school grounds. And well, all that well, does, what geez. that does is it begins to harden harden hearts. We've tied the policeman's hands. Yeah, tied the policeman's <laughs> hands. It has hardened hearts. When you keep the Word of God in front of people, and when you keep prayer out there, and they hear that God is love, and that this is wrong, this this will not help you, this will hurt you, and then you're preaching the gospel, teachers are loving. I grew up, Terry, you and I grew up, uh, people before us, where we had such wonderful school teachers, sure. they were always hugging sure. and encouraging and loving, and even other school children, there was much more love and com sure. compassion, tenderness. And but every when you day have a, we put our hand over, over our, our heart, heart one and nation, said, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States yeah. of America. You know, when, when children and, and adults hear, uh, you can kill your baby, you can do this, absolutely. you can do that, hearts get hardened. True. And people, and then people are offended, and then they get greedy. I mean, it's just a downward spiral. Human nature, left to itself, never goes higher. <laughs> it goes down. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, uh, it just goes down and starts a downward spiral. The church is going to so have to get back in the The authority. church has to get, we've got to stop being distracted by methods and how we can impress the and, world. And afraid to offend and, somebody. And we're, yeah, the fear correct. of offending the world or, or somebody getting in your face and challenging you, you've got to toughen up on the outward and be very strong. And then you've got to be more tender and more gentle and more caring and more forgiving than you've ever been in your life and more bolder with the gospel to preach it. And, and if and if you get challenged on something, like Paul said, you better have a ready answer. Absolutely. You've got to Absolutely. get into the Word of God and be full of the Holy Ghost. And the, if the church, like you said, Talking about uh, de Tocqueville, if we're if we don't have pulpits full of fire yes. that convict evil hearts, yes. that convict the lazy, that convict the offendable, that convict the gossiper and the and the and the jealous <laughs> friend, yes. if you if you're not convicting people. Then why are you doing what you're doing? You may be starting a riot or revival. Yeah, wherever I mean, you go. hello. Uh, you know our time's running away here from us, but we have got to be more bold than we've ever been before, so that our words bring conviction. Amen. And uh, the church stops being so foolish and and false about the word of God. I mean, turn like you were talking about earlier, Terry. Turn from your wicked ways. Get a list. Let the Holy Ghost tell you where you've got an evil way, where you can turn from it. Let Let's God, like David said, back. wash you, cleanse you, purge you, search you, try you, convict you <laughs> to where you did never, ever get off like that again. And you keep Jesus the center of your life and your soul is grounded. And like you were talking about, Proverbs chapter four, guard your heart, guard your thinking so that you are pleasing God and we can change the atmosphere of our country. Amen. 
Oh, we're just thrilled we've been able to talk to you today. And, you know, we're always here to tell you uh, good things from the Word of God and encourage you to be strong, be bold, and remember that you are more More than than conquerors. conquerors. Love you. Over 20 years ago, I had just done a great crusade in Cuba. Lots of miracles, lots of wonderful things happened. And I flew into Miami and preached at this wonderful church. It was a partner of ours, still is. And uh, God gave me a tremendous message called, Who Do You Say Jesus Is? And uh, I ministered it. It's helped so many people around the world since then. And when I go back and look at all the miracles I've had around the world, it always comes back to, Who Do We Say That Jesus Is? But this uh, legacy series has four messages on it that God gave me around the world, different countries, different places that will bless you and help you. And this great message, Who Do You Say Jesus Is, is uh, one of those messages. God bless you. You're more than conquerors.